Hello, everyone. This is the next episode of Successfully Single Podcast with your host, Leslie Tillman, and your co-host. They told you that you couldn't do it because you lost Talking about letting people go. Six tips for letting go of someone you love. Let's also not forget about food, drugs, alcohol, whatever it is, just letting it go. And the first six tips, we just want to get those to you, is become selfish, become selfish about you. Two, consider disconnecting completely. Three, grieve. Learn to grieve. Four, forgive. Jody will be taking that one over. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm still a work in progress. So I'm not going to totally discuss something that I know I am still working on. I'm a work in progress, and I can admit that. Me too. Don't. <laughs> I am not perfect. I do not know all things. I know some things. I'm still learning. Yes, but I'm here, and I, I she might be here. I don't know, but I just know there's one area I'm still working on with that. Five, talk to someone. Six, don't wait around. Be selfish about you. So that is it. We'll let Jody start and introduce herself. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Thanks for having me again, Leslie. I'm Jody Barchetti, I'm owner of Jody Cakes. Uh, entrepreneur, uh, mentor, educator to our youth, teach financial literacy and entrepreneurship. And I am heavily invested into our agricultural community, um, working in support of food sovereignty and justice, giving our people back access to land and uh, quality fresh food. So I'm excited to talk about letting go today because it's something that I consistently am working on um, letting go, right? And so not just letting people go, like Leslie said, we talk about relationships a lot, right? And so we don't realize that we can have a relationship with almost anything. And like Leslie mentioned, with food, um, with things and stuff and people, and uh, most importantly, ourselves, right? And so letting go sometimes can be a really, really tough uh, obstacle um, that we have as, as humans, right? And not realizing sometimes how holding on to things can create other issues and mm -hmm. challenges within our life. Mm -hmm. um, and it as I was praying and studying about, you know, the topic itself, you know, um, I was led to Psalms uh, 55, verse 22. Um, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. Um, he will never let the righteous be shaken. And so, to me, what I took from that is, you know, something that I'm consistently learning. The more that I trust in God and show him that I trust him, the more I see him show up in my life. You know, taking everything to him, not just my hurts and my pains, but but the good things, my wins, my, you know, my 
what I'm trying to say, Leslie. My celebrations. Yes. There you go. Yes. Um, yes. You know, everything, right? Seek him for everything because he will never let us down. He will always be there for us. He won't let us stay shaken. Um, and so just leaning into that and understanding that when we show him that we trust him and we surrender the people that we love to him mm -hmm. and know that just as he takes care of us, um, that he's going to care for them too. And knowing that by letting them go gives God the opportunity to care for them the way he needs to versus us holding on to them and maybe keeping not just ourselves from a blessing, but keeping them from one too. Mm -hmm. I, that, I definitely believe that. I believe letting go is a major part of our everyday life in everything we do in everyone's life who the Lord has created we've all dealt in this area and sometimes we take it for granted and sometimes it's like okay you you gotta you just gotta let go and it's not always that easy and I was telling Jody the other day because we talk outside of here we just don't come <laughs> and do this um, we are developing a friendship outside of Successfully Single Podcast. And I was telling her I was watching Fried Green Tomatoes. And when Cicely Tyson told Izzy to let her best friend go, that just touched me because it was a sensitive situation. But the fact that she could whisper it in her ear, ear, she didn't yell, she didn't scream, she didn't get mad. She just told her to let it go. And I think sometimes for us, we have to really see the benefit in letting go. Not that we're losing someone, but what we're gaining in Christ and in every area of our lives. And I didn't introduce myself. I said I was the co-host. <laughs> but my name is Leslie Tillman. I am the owner of Successfully Single with LM. I am also pending the foundation called Ignite Change Foundation. I did register with the state and got my certificate yesterday. And I also have a 360 photo booth business called Lux Events by LM that seeds into other things I do. So I don't have to go out at this time and get a loan and beg people for money. I bring my own money in to my business. <laughs> I have two children. They are grown, but I grew up a single mom. So the whole thing about what I do is I help women rewrite their story, discover their purpose, help them through, help them to heal and just be that extra rock that they need, whatever the situation is. I am here to motivate and encourage. Jody is the same. We both have a story and that's why we're here today and that's why we have come together. So the first tip is become selfish about you. Remember, do you remember when things were great? Do you remember before the person even came in your life? Do you remember what your life was like? Because a lot of times, well, I'm bored, I'm lonely. But do you remember the peace you may have had during that time? And you look at some of the struggles you have right now. Taking a good look at that gives you a different aspect on the situation. 
And God wants you to get back to you. That's what he wants. He wants you to get back to you. So being being selfish, right? Um, being selfish about yourself. That sometimes can be very difficult for us as women because we're so used to taking care of other people, everything else, you know, our children, our family, um, even our friends, right? And so putting ourselves first is not always something that, that we do. You know, we might talk about it a lot, but being honest, realistically, it's usually the last thing that we do. And being selfish, um, that word, I think, is a trigger word for a lot of people because for me, it it make me feel a type of way. It's like, ooh, I'm being selfish. Like, it's like it's wrong, right? Like, it's, it's not good. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's just ha having focus on yourself mm -hmm. is necessary because mm -hmm. for us to care for other people, we mm -hmm. got to be able to care for ourselves first. Um, and having, going back to the center, right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of self, mm -hmm. Is it starts with you know connecting with God, mm -hmm. you know having God at the center of your relationship with Him, you and God, um, it it helps for you to be able. It makes it easier to focus on yourself and not feel so guilty about it. I guess for right. from my experience, right, right, because when we look at it, if I look at my mom, she wasn't selfish to herself when we wanted her to be selfish to herself. They didn't know that growing up in the 50s and 60s and 70s. Selfish, it was about taking care of your household even in the 80s. Right, surviving. Yeah, it was, a, right. it was about surviving. It was about giving your children your all, giving your husband your all. You know, that was life. Selfish what? I remember one time my mom bought a leather coat from Lazarus. That's a long time ago. <laughs> and she took the coat back. And we're like, why are you why did you take the coat back? And she just she decided it wasn't something that she needed, yeah. you know, and now you can't keep us from shopping. <laughs> right. <laughs> whether we're in a relationship or not, we keeping everything. <laughs> right. And so there's a scripture that says I'm writing, it is actually 2 Timothy 1 and 6, Passion Translation. I'm writing to encourage you to fan into a flame and to rekindle the flyer, the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. God wants to rekindle that fire flame, that relationship he had with you in that relationship. Because sometimes, and I'm not saying all relationships are bad, but if your relationship is toxic right now, and you had a relationship with God before that, and now you don't, God is calling you to rekindle that relationship with him. Yeah, that, and that's that's so important a lot of times you know um we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago that you know sometimes we want to put god in our pocket and, and put him on the shelf and you know so that we can walk with our blinders on right and do the things that 
we fleshfully want to do. Um, but surprisingly, unlike humans, he never leaves us. Even when we put him on the shelf, he's still he waiting for us to come back. And sometimes as we move through our life, he, he don't sit there. He's he coming after us every step of the way to mm -hmm. tap you on your back and say, hey, mm -hmm. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Because he wants us to be happy. He wants us to feel safe and comfortable. He wants us to know how much he loves us mm -hmm. so, so we can understand our value and our worth. Amen. Amen, Jody. Hallelujah. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to move on to the next topic because the last podcast, it was like an hour long. It was actually like an hour and 15 minutes. So the next one is consider disconnecting completely. Mm, okay. Now, Leslie is going to talk about this part because <laughs> this so, is still a challenge for me. <laughs> so, so, so for me, considering disconnecting completely, it sounds harsh. It sounds like you getting... You getting that big knife out and you cutting the head off. But it's something that you have to consider if the relationship is not edifying you. If you're not getting edification, if you can't be 100% who you are. Like if Leslie is turning into Jamie, if Leslie's turning into her boyfriend, there's an issue. Because some people don't talk about that. Sometimes you're in a relationship, you turn into that other person because you don't have your own identity. Mm, we forget that we're individuals when we get in relationships because we connect and want to be with this person all the time, right? But that's that codependency again, right? And, and that's where we forget that we're individuals too and we still are individual people with mm -hmm. individual lives and mm -hmm. things that we have and... Mm -hmm. The person that we're with, right, we should have the same uh, goals and aspirations, right, so that we can connect and, and grow and, and, and live together. But we are still people separately, and we can't forget about that. And that's really what goes into that whole toxicity, right, um, not being able to be apart from each other, you know, it it's 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 almost like it becomes a drug mm. and and anything that you put over god it's an idol i had put something on facebook about sage and the holy spirit but it, it goes deeper than that and it also goes to the fact an idol is anything yeah. that you love more than god yeah. You know, and and we don't realize that in the and in the midst of the toxicity, you want to stay and you don't want to let them go. And the one word I hear is because I love him. I love him. But because you love him, is it worth you not being able to rekindle your relationship with God? There's a verse that says. Proverbs 25 and 19, the Passion Translation. It says, you cannot depend on an unreliable person when you really need help. It can be compared to biting down on an abscess tooth or walking with a sprained ankle. 
what is your situation? What has God called you to do that maybe you haven't been able to do? Because maybe it might not even be a bad relationship, but maybe that is not who you are supposed to be with. Maybe. Yeah. Sometimes we we want what we want. Mm-hmm. But it's not always what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to take things to God so that we can move with his discernment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the next topic is grief. Grief. Grief, grief, grief. (laughs) Um, I didn't write the verse down, but all I can hear is you know do not weep because joy comes in you know do not mm-hmm. what's it do not fret or do not weep mm-hmm. for joy comes in the morning mm-hmm. you know god doesn't uh want for us to be sad for any extended period of time you know um what i've learned in regards to grief in life is that the one thing in life that's guaranteed and inevitable is that we all will die. Um, that, you know, loss is a natural, actual part of life that, mm-hmm. you know, is normal, right? So it's normal to to feel sadness. Um, it's normal to be anxious and, you know, sometimes. Um, it's the part when you sit in it and you let it consume you. Um, And it affects your functionality and how you think and how you treat other people. Um, You know, it's not meant for for us to stay there, right? It's important for us to experience it and to feel it and to go through it, but not to stay in it. Um, And so just understanding that um, has definitely helped me through the grieving process, um, as I've experienced loss in my life, um, from people that were very close to me to coworkers, um, and just associates, just people that, that I've known. And so I know that grieving is, is something that we all, uh, struggle with and, and experience in life. And sometimes, uh, we're ashamed of it because it, of the way that it makes us feel emotionally Mm -hmm. Um, and we don't talk about it Um, but definitely uh, as you go through the grieving process it's the whole uh, act of letting go right Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. back to the letting go Mm -hmm. Um, and whether you can you can grieve the loss of of a relationship um, of with a person a place or a thing, you know? So for me, um, I connect with this um, because I uh, had recently experienced some health issues and I had surgery and had, you know, some things removed and it definitely affected, you know, me, right? And so I had to grieve the loss of who I used to be because I am a different person now after I've had this medical, you know, event. And so grieving the loss, right, of my old self. Um, And so a part of that process, there's stages in grief, right? Um, And so, you know, I was first in denial that 
nothing was different about me, that everything about me was the same and I could just get up and go and do things just like I was doing before. But it hit me one day and I'm like, man, I'm in denial. <laughs> I was denying it woo, real bad, right? But that just causes more uh, turmoil and frustration and angst and just makes the challenge greater. Um, and then when I realized after I was in denial, then I was angry. I was mad because things was not the same anymore. And I was just like, whoo, <laughs> Lord, take the wheel, Jesus. Whoo, because, man, the hot flashes me. <laughs> you know, and, and then you get to the point where you're almost uh, was bargaining, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're trying to uh, compromise with yourself and make these amendments that, you know, if this, then that. Right. And that's not always realistic. You know, um, it's important to be in the moment, be realistic about the now. Right. Mm -hmm. And not live in our mind and our fantasy, which is something that that we often do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then there's being depressed about it, being sad about it because I am not the same anymore. And sometimes we want to be that person that we used to be uh, not realizing, you know, that 